The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. So I'm going to talk about something else now, and it's truly listening. I think... I'm actually quite confident that not so many people truly listen to what I say. And you might wonder, like, what do you mean with that? We don't really truly listen. Like, truly listening means seeing the world through my eyes when I talk. So when I say this stuff, for example, with cancer treatment or whatever, you don't see it through my eyes. You see it through yours. Truly listening means you try to understand why I think the way I think, why I feel the way I feel. And since more girls came over here... And I talk so much to them and put a lot of time in self-development and growth for them. I start seeing a lot of things that are also very interesting for the viewers. And this is very, very powerful what I'm going to tell you guys now. And I don't know how much people it would help. And I would also check. I would love to see your reaction. So this is also to the lurkers. I would really love to see if this insight helps or not. So basically, when I came with real answers, the book is very advanced. But if you go back... The power of now has helped a lot of people, even people here. But from the power of now to real answers is still quite a bridge. And I think I found a very strong bridge between the power of now and real answers, the book. Of course, the podcasts are really handy to all listen to. But there's a very important missing puzzle that I realized by helping girls grow. And that is that it's very hard to truly listen if your fundamental way of looking at the world is different than the person you're listening to. If I'm listening to someone, I see the world through their eyes, right? I try to understand why they feel the way they feel, why they think the way they think. But on a certain level, I project myself in all the blanks to fill the picture. The problem, though, is that when you do that, you're actually altering the equation. You're not seeing the person for who he is. You're just seeing like a projection of it. And what I realized is that not so many people truly understand me, even in this environment. And the reason is as follows. And it's very important for people to really listen very, very attentively because this could really be an eye-opener. Most people, and that's also something I realized, most people go through life where everything is about themselves. You look at the world and you try to relate it to yourself. How do you benefit? What do you get out of it? Basically, a very taking mindset. And when you look at the world or when you look at charity events or when you look at anything that is good, you immediately put it in the context like, okay, what is it for them? What is in there for them? What does he get out of it? Because that's how you go. Like if you look at the world and that's how you are and everything is about yourself, you say like, I go about life in seeing how I can, you know, benefit from this. So when I talk during the real talk, a lot of you guys are in that mindset of making it about themselves. The thing is, though, when I talk and I do everything, truly understanding and listening to what I say can cause a paradigm shift that is much bigger than anything I've said so far. And I don't know for how many people it will fall and go like, you'd make the click, because it's quite hard to wrap your head around if it's not something you're used to. But maybe for some people, they will go like, whoa, now I understand. 
And I also had a talk to Tanya about it, about this specific thing, because I also had the same conversation with her. And I said, like, you don't really truly know who I am. You don't truly understand who I am. But that applies to almost everybody who's watching the stream as well and people here as well. And she was like, yeah, how are you then? And this is something for everybody to really understand and really listen because it's going to sound really crazy. When I wake up, I do not exist. The I does not exist. And you might say like, what do you mean the I does not exist? When I wake up, the only thing that keeps me busy is how do I contribute to the world? How do I help the girls grow? How do I help the guys grow? How do I make the situations better? How do I make sure that we can avoid problems? How can I contribute? How can I give? All the time. My life is filled with solving other people's problems. That's all I do. And when you talk to people here, they will just tell you, like, yeah, Athene never talks about his own problems. But it's not even there. It's not even part of the equation. Because people just, you know, assume that, that it's normal. But when you think about it, when people go through life where they themselves, it's all about them. Like, I'm literally the opposite. To me, it's not about me at all. I literally go through life with a collective awareness where everybody else is part of me, is part of that I. Like, literally. I see the world through the eyes of the world. I try to see it through everyone. And that's why when people talk about this cancer stuff, for example, you can really think like, but why would you do that to your sisters or to your mother, like to your family? It's not about my family because the I does not exist to me. It's about the consequences of my actions as a whole. And since I'm in such a pure giving mindset, that's why I do all this charity stuff. That's why certain people do not understand why I do all this charity stuff for free. Certain people don't even understand why I don't have a bank account. Why don't I have anything? Why are you not afraid? Why? Because the I does not exist for me. I never wake up and think, what am I going to do for myself today? It just doesn't exist. I wake up and I think, what can I do to contribute to the world? Just like a cell just does what it has to do. Me, as an individual, I just think as the full global organism we are. And if you truly understand that to me it's not about myself in any given moment, I never take, I only give. If you truly understand it and you start listening to what I say, then suddenly everything I say makes sense. So much more makes sense. And for a lot of people, the barrier to understand what I'm talking about is their inability to truly listen and understand what I'm saying. Because they see me through their own eyes. You're not truly listening. So when I talk about like moving forward and all these things, when it's always about you, which is flawed by the way, it's flawed and dysfunctional. The you is more than you. The you is everything around you. If you start seeing the world like that, then suddenly it's like, okay, obviously, obviously you start putting your time and effort in doing what you do. Obviously you have this group there. Obviously you do this real talk and try to have more people work on this. Obviously I understand it now. So you're not even 1% selfish, never have selfish thoughts. Smee, no, I don't have selfish thoughts at all. I don't. If you would ask people here how I go about life and how I go about my day-to-day, including my girlfriend, by the way, they would just say, like, yeah, Athene is just busy working all the time. Does he ever talk about problems? No. There's something really fascinating that I'm going to tell you guys, a little story. Basically, do you understand why I feel choiceless awareness? The reason why I experience choiceless awareness is because the I does not exist to me. It's like a cell in the body. He doesn't have a choice. He just does what it has to do. 
Same with me. I just do what I have to do. I use my cognitive abilities to figure out what is the best. But once I know what is best, I just do it. I don't experience dissonance. I just do what I have to do. If it then doesn't work out, I just review my opinion and I just learn from it. And that's it. I don't feel guilty. I, I don't carry around guilt. Nothing. Because at any given moment, I'm purely selfless. I'm literally purely selfless. And honestly, I would not say that on the stream. But it's because I learned it by talking to the girls. Because I've never really talked about myself in any shape or form. Never. Like, really, I never talk about my own experience. I never talk about, you know, like, how I feel, how I go through the day. I never talk about that. Because to me, it's just the most normal thing in the world. But by talking to the girls, I started realizing, like, wait, people don't truly understand me at all. They don't understand why I do what I do. Because when you go through life where it's about you, then of course you don't understand me. It's impossible to understand me. Why am I so giving? Why, why do I commit my life to others, basically? It's literally what I do day in, day out. I don't have anything. Now I will give you guys a, little, a really good example. Tanya, I'm going to talk about Tanya again because I think it's a good example. Tanya always puts my food ready. And um, as a result, I don't have to put time in putting my food. And I was really very pushy about it. I was really pushy about like, yeah, Tanya, it's important for you to always set up my food. So I don't lose time. So now listen what happens. To me, it's like, yeah, you see what I do. Like, I just want to be able to be more productive. But that's not the way she saw it. Now that I explained it to her and such, even now, I don't even know if it's fully absorbed. But that's really like I'm talking about this is years ago. This is really stuff we talked about years ago. But I'm just bringing it back up because it's such a, a good example. If it's all about her and she sees me saying like, oh, you want to take care of the food, she thinks... That I'm doing that because I'm lazy. She thinks I'm doing that because I want to take advantage. Because I don't want to put time in making food. I don't want to put time in getting stuff done. Because it takes energy from me. And I want her to do it instead. Because she thinks it's about me. But the truth is that if it was about me, I would rather take care of the food myself. Because the stuff that I do instead of taking the food is talking to people. Is sorting stuff out. Is being stressed. Nothing is less stressful than just cooking Taking your time for your food, just eating your meal in peace. It's so much easier for me to do that. But she didn't understand that back in the day. Because she saw me as it was all about me. Because that's how she is. So you might say like, okay, but who gives a shit? Like, okay, this little bit time, what is it going to take you? If I would have to take care of my food every day, and this is not even about the cooking, it would take me half an hour a day. And let me give you guys a little insight in how I think. Half an hour a day is almost three years of your lifetime. You might say like, are you fucking crazy? No way. Half an hour of your day is, what is it? If you're 12 hours awake, 14 hours, let's say you're 14 hours awake, right? That is 128th of your lifetime. I would say 128th of your lifetime, right? Like your awake lifetime, half an hour. If you live for, what is it, 80 more years, maybe 70, 70 years, that's almost three years of your lifetime, if you calculate it out. And that's what I think. I go like, what can I do in that time? I can do so much. And that's how I go about everything. I really calculate out in my lifetime. If I can cut things out, but I don't do it because I want to be more lazy or whatever. I do it because I want to be able to give more. Facer says, I think just don't burn yourself out, man. Take a break every now and again. You deserve it, man. Facer, big props for the helping out the kids. But the thing is, like, I don't take breaks. I don't take any breaks, ever. I wake up, 
I think about stuff, I reflect on stuff, starts working, 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 talking to people, talking to people, stream, talk to people, spend some time with Tanya, talk a lot with her as well, go to bed, wake up, rinse and repeat. My breaks is when I take a shower and when I take a shit. That's my free time. Because I can't stop taking showers and I can't stop taking shits. Even when I eat, I want to eat more separately. Just in my room, I want to eat just, you know, without, without having to process information. But even that, like the past three months, I have not been able to do that. I always eat and have meetings while I'm eating. And I don't like that. Because it makes digesting a bit harder. Although I stand up and now I found some tricks to overcome that. Because I have to regularly just, you know, meditate a bit while eating and speaking. But it's not because I never take a break that therefore I'm, you know, like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do all the time. It's like a cell in the body. A cell in the body is working all the time, but maybe it has times where it's hibernating or whatever. I don't fucking know. So I also have sleep time and I also have time where I just reflect and like have things, you know, chill down to get more perspective. But at the same time, I don't need breaks the idea of breaks makes no sense to me. I just do what makes sense all the time. If I'm exhausted, I rest. It's that easy. Try to do it in an effective way. But I just want to make very clear that for you guys to understand how I am, you have to truly listen. And in order to truly listen, you have to project in my world. A lot of people have watched me for a very long time now, for years, real talk. Set aside your ego, set aside your world, set aside the way you think about things and truly listen and try to understand. To me, there is no me. I go through life seeing everybody as part of what I am. It's like a mother towards a child. I see myself as a mother of the planet in a sense. I'm connected with everyone, including you guys. That's what I put so much time in real talk and talk to you guys. Saber says, a team, but if you're doing all these things for other people, isn't it still selfish because you find fulfillment in doing these things? The incentive is the fulfillment, isn't it? No. My incentive is not the fulfillment. My incentive is to just do what I am supposed to do. It's like looking at a cell, right? And saying, isn't the drive of the cell selfish? No, like there is no selfishness. It just is what it is. A rock is a rock. A cell is a cell. A human is a human. The way we look at selfishness and say like, oh, we do things for ourselves is a very flawed paradigm based on the idea of identity and story. But that's not what you are. The self embodies your environment as well, your history. For to fully understand the self, you've got to go back to the Big Bang. The self is not just your idea and concept of your memories and experiences in your life. It's much more than that. Your environment is part of it. And the moment you disconnect the two, you experience duality. It's the moment you start combining them and seeing yourself for what you are that you experience pure unity and resonance and peace. That's why I can be so sharp. I don't experience duality between what I am and what I think I am. I don't experience duality between what I want on a core level and what I think I want. So these dualities that have been created by a lack of understanding and social conditioning I have overcome them. And that's why I've been able to grow so much in line with what I am. Saber Abe says, Athene, how can you apply the selflessness towards a goal and doing tasks that you don't necessarily enjoy? The thing is, I don't experience a choice. It's something I say quite a bit and it's hard to wrap your head around. But if it's not about you and you just use your logic, then you can only do the best thing and that's it. There is no choice. It's not about... 
how do you do talks you don't necessarily enjoy? I don't even experience it like that. I don't go like, hmm, I'm going to stream today, six hours, I don't like to do it, blah, blah, blah. No, I just do it. A thing defined truly listening. Truly listening is listening to the other person without any attachments to your own worldview and emotions. It's complete projection in what the person thinks and is and try to, as accurately as possible, see the world through his eyes and understand it. So the moment you feel dissonance when you truly listen, you're actually not truly listening. You cannot experience dissonance from yourself when truly listening. You can only experience dissonance from the other person. When you truly listen, you can very easily cry when someone is crying. You experience their sadness. You know, you really completely embody it. The problem though, to truly listen, the other person has to open up and you have to, of course, open up. Like the moment the person experiences you as a threat, you can't truly listen because you will just have his ego in front of it. He will protect itself. But if he allows you to come in by just opening up, you can really understand the person and how he feels and how he thinks. Girls are much better at it. Although yet, you know, I would still say that that truly listening is quite rare. Seven Habits talks about it, by the way. Another book. Some people say, what is another book that is interesting? Seven Habits is maybe also interesting for people to read. The biggest inspirational people in history were people that were very selfless. And I'm telling you guys now how it works and the insight. The reason why I'm growing and I'm becoming more and more a figure and having a growing movement as well is because I'm selfless. It's really because of that. And I'm very, I go very smart about having an impact. And I do think with time going forward, I can teach people to be selfless as well. And that is literally the ultimate goal of every selfless person is to teach it and to spread it, to spread that ID. And I go about it in a very analytical way, also scientific way, in a very, 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 you know, elaborate way. So people can really understand step by step, okay, I got to read the power of now. So I need to understand that I can look at my behavior and my thoughts from a third perspective so I can detach myself so I can be more in the present, which allows me to disconnect my thoughts from my emotions and just experience them and therefore not be overwhelmed by them, which then gives you the ability to start listening and truly understanding and growing so much faster if you see and truly listen to the right people which then allows you to like, listen to all these insights about you know, evolutionary biology, neuroscience and such, which then allows you to adopt very core values like making sense and really grow to your full potential because the duality between what you think you are and what you are is vanished and the duality between what you want on a fundamental core emotional level and what you want from a rational level also vanishes. So I would say these two dualities are quite present in society. People have duality because they have an idea about themselves that is not in line with what they are. And on the other hand, they have subconscious, social conditioned behaviors and emotional wiring that is not in line with what they think they want. So like, let's say two examples of these two specific things is you go through life with really the idea you are, you know, you're a great banker and this is what you are and whatever. But on a certain level, you experience that's not what you are. You experience a lot of dissonance and then you fall into an identity crisis because you feel like, hmm, this is what is expected. This is what I want to behave. But you feel on a certain level, this is not vibing with you. On the other hand, it's like, let's say you want to work out and 
yet you're sitting on the on your ass because your subconsciousness tells you like hey you want to procrastinate because comfort is more valued but you don't put comfort in a bigger context because you don't make sense because you don't value making sense on a subconscious level more than a narrow way of understanding comfort so by understanding these things you really allow yourself to become a better and better version and to really grow into a human being that is very very fulfilled because a giving mindset where it's not all about you makes you value what you have immensely and makes you more happy than anything you can get and that's why people that are very selfless and are just in a giving mindset are more fulfilled than people that are always taking you cannot achieve the level of peace with a taking mindset it's impossible that's why if you're in a mindset where it's all about you you're literally limiting your own life like crazy you're literally living a life that goes against what you are it's like a cell becoming self-conscious and start going against the organism and just experiencing a lot of disconnects with what it's designed to do to begin with subscribe to youtube.com slash athene wins watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash athene live and follow the real athene on snapchat